I'm James Parker, and this, this is, is Florida Story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. For our first Florida Story, I want you to think of your Nana. Now, your Nana doesn't live in Daytona, but this Nana does. She's 76 years old. Grandpa is 77 years old. You love your Nana. She's a sweet old lady. And I, I, I'm talking about, you know, Nana. She has a secret family recipe for sugar cookies, right? She sets up the little miniature Christmas village in her house every year for the holidays. That Nana. Grandpa's been sick for a few years and he's been battling his health issues. And three weeks ago, he got some bad news from the doctor and he made a pact with Nana. He said, if this last round of treatment doesn't work and I take a turn for the worst, you know what to do. And Nana says, yep, I know what to do. And unfortunately, the latest treatment didn't work. And grandpa did take a turn for the worst. So Saturday, 1030 in the morning, Nana goes in the hospital. She says her goodbyes to grandpa. She does what she has to do. Yes, Nana shot grandpa in the head. And we believe this was a murder-suicide pact because she tells everyone else to leave the room. And then she closes the door, locks it, barricades herself in, and turns the gun on herself. However, Nana can't find it in herself to pull the trigger for that last time. So hospital security shows up. They try and talk her out. Cops show up. They try and talk her out. Two hours later, the SWAT team shows up. And the SWAT team doesn't really negotiate so well. They just do what they do. So they beat down the door. The SWAT team throws in a flash bang grenade to knock out Nana. So it does the big blink, couple of concussive blasts. Nana is disoriented. The SWAT team blasts in. They take the gun out of her hands. Nana's in custody. Nana, who thinks she's being naughty when she sneaks a couple of packs of Sweet and Low in her purse after lunch at Luby's. You know that, Nana? You never expected when you were visiting Nana for the holidays or staying with her for a weekend during the summer that she was going to one day put a gun to grandpa's head and end it. And then she was supposed to turn the gun on herself. And there was a murder-suicide pact. You never know what people are capable of. Nana is currently in jail facing first-degree murder charges. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. beer. For our next Florida story, this is in Miami Gardens. A guy is sitting in his car. Now, this guy, I'm not saying he's an angel. He must have done something wrong, or I assume he's done something wrong, to have someone come up and shoot him through the car window. The reason why this is making it on Florida stories is because after the guy shoots, he jumps on a moped and makes an escape. Now, I've never seen like a drive-by shooting done on a moped. I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm just saying I've never seen it. And police are telling us that a man in his car was shot in the neck earlier this evening. The person who opened fire then fled this scene on a moped. And I just got to think, man, times are tough everywhere. You know, inflation, the the, the economy, it, it, people are making cutbacks everywhere. And it's so bad now that we have Haitian gangsters doing drive-by shootings on mopeds and that that's not where you want to be you know when you're a little kid uh growing up and you dream about being a gangster you don't imagine yourself on a moped but you know if you don't study hard and put in the hours and learn your lessons this is where you end up kids doing your drive-bys on a moped something tells me we're not going to hear about this being bragged about on any rap songs you know yeah doing a drive-by rolling down the street in my 6-4 moped real cool Real intimidating. You're such a gangster. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. beer. For our next Florida story, we're going to Disney Springs. This is a weird one just because it requires the participant to be so amazingly stupid and gullible. It's almost unbelievable, but 
it happened in Disney Springs. There's this guy that's working at a gas station overnight. And so the guy gets a call. He's working there by himself. There's not even any customers. The lights are on and, and all, but it's a slow day. And the, the guy on the other end of the phone says, uh, hey, I'm your boss's boss. And he actually knows the name of the boss and the boss's boss. And he's never met him before. Talked. He's only worked at this gas station for three weeks. But uh, he is being warned that the fire marshal is making a surprise inspection in a couple hours and he needs him to check on some things. Okay. So he goes and checks. Hey, take take a picture of the fire extinguisher label and send it to me. Take a picture of uh, some of these these other ledgers. I don't know, safety crap around the gas station and send it to me. And so after about four or five things that I don't know what they are, uh, he asks him, okay, now go to uh, go open the safe and uh, get the money out. And so he goes and he opens the safe and he gets the money out. He's like, well, what do you want me to do with this? The voice on the phone tells him to go to the nearest bit stop. It's one of these ATM machines where you put in cash and it throws it into a crypto account for you. And so this guy drives around until he can find one. And and when he does it, it's like 3.30 in the morning and he just leaves the gas station unattended in his car with the front door unlocked. He doesn't even lock the door. He thinks he's in some sort of emergency. He's being swindled over here. So he's like, oh my God, oh my God, better hurry, better hurry. So he runs off to the nearest bit stop, puts in over $2,000. And then uh, he's like, okay, now what? And the guy's like, well, you know what? Go F yourself. You just got scammed and hangs up. And so now the guy's like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm in big trouble. Well, he goes back to the gas station and there's already a cop there. Cop's like, yeah, I noticed when there was no cars in the parking lot and no human being inside or out and all the lights were on. It looked weird. So I went and pushed and the front door was unlocked. So I've just been sitting here for an hour and a half almost watching an unattended gas station and uh, other cops are on the way. And so, of course, the um, the boss, the real boss, actually gets a call from the cops, comes down, not very happy. The guy that got scammed is fired instantly. There's no charges that are going to be pressed because while this is amazingly stupid and a theft did occur, you can't be held accountable for being completely dumb. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. beer. All right. For our next floor story, this one is going to happen down in sunny Isles Beach, Florida. He's 54. She's 40. We go to local 10 for the report. So I guess you can call this pair the suspected booze bandits. And boy, did they have a whole lot of liquor. From our store, it was Ciroc. It It was different flavors of Ciroc. And then, uh, as you can see in the picture, there's some uh, Remy there, there's some Cavarcier, I think there was a bottle of Hennessy, and then an entire case of Patron. And so here's the problem with their heist. You know, who cares about a, a liquor store being shoplifted? That's not the dumb reason this makes Florida stories. The reason is why, where this is happening, Sunny Isle, this is one of those skinny, long islands that just follows the coastline. And it only has really one main road that goes through it. And all other roads that go off it are dead ends. And then there's a bridge on either side. So there's one way in and one way out. And so all the cops have to do if there's a crime reported on that island is block two bridges and they can check for everyone going in and out of that town. And that's how they got caught. Like there's a zero percent chance that these people were going to get away with this crime solely because they did it on an island like this. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. beer. This episode of Florida Stories is brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Gumbo. Snap, send, and save.com. Florida Stories is produced by Spring Rock. Follow me on Twitter at Florida Stories J. I'm James Parker, and this is Florida Stories. 
Hello, Gumbo Nation. This is Dwayne Stein with Mortgage Gumbo. And I want to thank you for almost eight years. You've been listening to me weekly on Mortgage Gumbo, providing you with free education and options advice when it comes to home lending. And while these times may be unique, we've got this. For more than 30 years, I've been mortgage lending in your market, getting clients just like you, the best loan at the best rate for the cheapest cost you qualify for. Let's chat. Visit MortgageGumbo.com.